Blog Talk Radio. Oh, good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition, a special edition of Tom and Tim After Dark, the pop culture show made for the politically incorrect insomniac in your life. We're not going to get right to it tonight. We're going to turn it over to our co-host, who has been sludging away in the trenches of the movie industry. Um and we're going to hear a few things from him about, uh, I guess, what not to do at, uh, when you're into movie pictures. Thomas. Yes. Thank you, Tim, for, what is this, episode number five? I believe so. We're going to make it, kid. We got four under our belt. Um, 95 till anyway. vacation, right? Yeah, we got you know, all kinds of yeah, deals no are in the works, but we can't smarten up well, the audience. No um, yeah, I did a, uh, I am a master lesbian, and uh, I'm proud to say that I didn't sleep with Kevin Spacey or anybody else to get there, or Harvey Weinstein, et cetera. Um, <laughs> I have a uh, little, little, little review of, you know, I've done it since 2005, 2006. I think the first major one was Shooter with uh, Mark Wahlberg. And first of all, people, the movie business, unless you are in SAG, Astra, the union of film and television combined, where you take it seriously as a working actor, whether you're background principal, whatever, if you're just an extra. Tell your family ahead of time you're not going to be friends with, you know, Schwarzenegger, Stallone, whoever's hot now, like The Rock. Who's the hot movie star now? I know The Rock makes a movie every fucking day, but uh, yeah, who's the hot star? You know, I don't really even know, to be honest. There must be some guys in the uh, in the Avengers world there that are pretty big stars. Chris Evans, uh, what's that, Liam Hemsworth, Thor, yeah, things like dudes. that. All those action film guys, if they're famous now, beyond my uh, age yeah, range, so be it. Yeah, Tom Cruise, you're not them when you're an extra. You're just a fucking dick that stands there. So get that out of your fucking stupid heads. Um, it's a bunch of people who are pretty much unemployed otherwise, or whatever. Um, so <clears throat> once in a while, if you are a networker, and a person who's been around the entertainment business like myself, uh, you can get moved up if you have a certain look. That helps as well. But that's not your decision. That is the, you know, uh, production assistant or, you know, whoever. You're not going to go out right up to, you know, Scorsese and say, hey, man, I'd be great in this part. I'll get you kicked the fuck out. But uh, to review my uh, experience yesterday, it uh, it was pretty shitty because uh, because of these extras that fucked up what could have been a great scene. Um, <clears throat> without revealing too much, I can't actually reveal what would have been a great scene. I, I'm thinking about that. But the movie is Creed II, starring you know uh, Michael B. Jordan who played Creed. I was also in that one as ring security. If you pause it enough, you'll see me about eight times during the main fight scene. But you know, that's neither here nor there. Um, I was on, on the ring three feet away, seven street, straight days then. 
with Stallone, with Max Kellerman, with Jim Gray, with Michael B. Jordan, with Stitch Duran. He's just a name that's bobbing up and somewhat famous as a uh, cut guy in the UFC and boxing and so forth. But, you know, as a measly extra, you're told not to speak unless spoken to. And, uh, you know, by the end, I was lucky enough to have Stallone recognize my stupid face and call me big man every day and give me like a fist bump or a nod or whatever. But, you know, you don't bring your camera and you don't bring your autograph pads and stuff like that. The day before I went to set, uh, it was up to 25 extras. And some were sag after it veteran members and know what the deal is that took illegal pictures uh, totally disgraced their agreement to to pay, you know play by the rules of not you know there's copyright and there's there's a what do you call it um help me tim what you a disclosure agreement of some sort i would imagine right confidentiality agreements etc and these stupid dumbbells one was creative, who I'll save for the last part of, of me bitching about these idiots. They had them there till 6 a.m. because they were kicking motherfuckers out who kept, like, they kept popping people, taking camera phone videos and still pictures when it was, that was the main thing stressed. So they ended up wrapping up at 6 a.m. And I was already, you know, a bunch of us were already hired for, you know, the extra gig. And it, it turned into an, a special effects deal where we were just, you know, kind of there and uh you know i have the opportunity to go back and be in a better scene uh next week but that's that's yet to be determined and i like i said i can't talk too much about the stuff but um my main focus is to tell people if you're a, a dopey extra be a dopey extra it's just an easy hundred something dollars you don't have to join uh, join the union most of the time you'll sit uh, yesterday was fairly hard work because it was active, but we have, uh, okay, in the crowd, first I got to address, there's a dude with a fucking Eric, he looked like Eric Rowan of the Bludgeon Brothers. Uh, you're up with who that is, right? But he's he's a five foot nine, maybe, I don't know if he was that uh, short in stature, but he, I, he was shorter than I, and when they have that kind of beard and a shaved bald head, it's almost a perception. Even if you're not huge, you appear huge at first glance. And uh, I guess he feels that way with his uh, Rowan beard. And he's just doing bits like, you know, me. I hate people. I hate being in the midst of people, especially when I'm sober. And I'm trying to keep sober. But sober makes me angry. But it also results in good radio to, to tell these, you know, fine folks that listen to us. Uh, he's doing bits that are just stupid. Like, you know, people are making small talk with each other, and there's, you know, a lot of beautiful girls there of all ages, ethnicities, et cetera. And, you know, I was totally uninterested. They were eye candy for me, but I was totally uninterested in any conversation because I just hate people, even though they, I can acknowledge their attractiveness. Um, but guys like this are, are just such a joke. I just, uh, and it's, it's terrible. And I'm not the comedy police. I never went to a high level in comedy, but I know what's fucking funny. And, you know, it was like this dude's holding court. Like the, the first time actresses use the term loosely extras bodies, basically 
that will never get FaceTime, even though they think they're on the movie for 20 minutes, 30 minutes, just because the camera's on them. But they're not going to get FaceTime. They may get, like, a blip that you have to pause. I mean, I've been uh, – had a misconception early on, too, but I wasn't quite <clears throat> the life mark that these people are. So they're turning around to the guy with the beard, you know, the funny guy. And and he's he's not in the union. He's never did nothing either. He just looks like a, a small Eric Rowan. He, had, he turned out to be like, you know, maybe 180, maybe like 5'10", 180. But, you know, originally with the big beard, it kind of, it, it does increase your presence. But anyway, it also increases his dopey confidence because girls were talking in front of him. And, I you know, they switched us around a lot. So I happened to be like three seats away and, he, uh, girls were, uh, you know, the, the one day on set, I, you know, when for all this downtime, I brought crossword puzzles and he's trying to do like old David cross delivery. And, uh, like, you know, I, uh, I brought some games myself. I matched, I connect the dots and stuff and color. And like, it was just such lame responses. Like if I had that, handily. Handy, I'd have uh, you know sounded it all. So, so it's annoying. It's annoying me, but because of his big beard guy presence, uh, the stupid girls are you know have a perception that he's somebody that can advance them in this fucking movie, and they're all like laughing like he just was George Carlin on set. So that immediately set me off and pissed me off and had me in a bad mood, and just the dummies around me and some. Uh, young lady who I'm sure is a fine young lady, but so naive there for the first time. And, and she goes, my father told me when I see Stallone, make sure I call him Sly and personally tell him that my father knows all his movies. Uh, <laughs> he's never heard that. Before. I just kind of, I'll just leave it at that. Like, you know, Granted, I'm sure Sylvester Stallone or any actor, if they're not a total prick, has some level of appreciation of the fans, and he's been totally cool every time I've been around him. But, I mean, what do these people think that he's going to go, oh, she called me sly. She must be, She's in the you know, she must know the deal. She said the code word, man. She's got the code. <laughs> let me, let me, Let me talk to her. Oh, your father watched all my movies like 80,000 other fucking people? <laughs> the keys to the kingdom Give me your number. I'm, I'm in Philly for a couple of days. Maybe I'll call him up and we'll have a beer tonight. Like, what the Never. fuck are you thinking, you morons? And, uh, you know, it just amazes me, man. Uh, all day, it was one person after another. And, you know, you get the uh, – every everything that you get the uh, – the unemployed, well-dressed, well-smelling African-American guy who knows everything, yet he's not in the union either. I'm not saying a specific person, but you get one of this. And he sits, and and every time somebody says something, he's like, no, what what we're going to do at this point forward is uh, Monday we're shooting this, and uh, Thursday we're at, we, like he's in the fucking cast. You're not going to find uh, Jerome's fucking profile on IMDb. Trust me. Um, he's a background douchebag, too. As am I. But I, like I said, have been fortunate enough not to be a douchebag. 
and have moved up in certain cases, and I'm very proud of that. Um, but basically, it's just easy money. If you keep your mouth shut, you're not going to be a celebrity. Um, there was like four or five other characters on the top of my head, but you know how my brain goes. They'll probably come up during the, the rest of the show. <laughs> well, they do, they do. But then I, it's, you know, but then I switched well, to... Then I switched to, uh, oh, yeah, I wanted to, to finish what's on every film. And this was just the example of that film, that he was that guy. You know, like uh, he'd say a, a humorous quip after, you know, um, production assistant would, would put up an instruction or something. And production of, uh, assistant would be annoyed, but, like, the three people around would be like, oh, my God, he's so funny. No, he's not. He's not cool. He's not funny. He just has good cologne and a good rap. To get, you know, some pussy, God bless him. Uh, but, uh, you know, just just stop with your ego when you're nothing. And uh, then there's um, the naive chick on every set that does the story that I told. Then there's, you know, it happened to be the big beard guy. And I'm a big beard guy, too. But, I mean, it wasn't. Like I, I, I give a vibe out. Like, don't talk to me. Like, I'm, I'm cool. You know, um, there's the big beard guy who wants to be like, hey man, I'm cool. And uh, if the bits were funny, and this is on every set, it's not necessarily a big beard, but there's always that kind of presence of someone who made his friends laugh in the neighborhood or in high school that thinks it translates to like, you know, a big audience. And apparently, it translates to like. Idiots, but it doesn't translate to what I consider real people. And uh, you know, I'll be the first to say if somebody's funny, I'll laugh. But when they're when they're saying just tired, stupid lines, and they're delivering them in a way that they saw somebody on Comedy Central in 1997 do, it's just so awful. Um, Isn't the isn't one of the first rules of comedy that you that shit you did it for your friends that they laugh at is not funny anywhere else except in your house? Well, yeah, too. You know, like comics, that, 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 those lines that work obviously... at work aren't funny for a national crowd. Yeah, um, point taken, and, and I agree. And then there's... Uh, um, I'm skipping a few characters that are at every set, but there's there's this very attractive um, short blonde girl, and I'm not going to dispute that she was very attractive. She purposely wore a tube top type. I don't know if that's a term anymore, but shoulderless thing that covered her midriff, but cut off halfway down her big boobs. And she's slight in, in body weight, maybe 110 pounds tops, because she's only about five two max and not the kind of uh curvy lower half that uh nate definitely likes and i'm not sure where you stand on that but um <laughs> like i think you guys would be like yeah she's hot from the front but not so much you know background but anyway anytime she had a free chance she would meander to a cameraman a crew guy uh whoever and just be like smiley giddy and without saying it she was saying and this has happened since the beginning of time uh i want a bigger part in this film i want to fuck a famous guy and i will fuck any one of you that is the translation it's not 
you know, the Me Too people and the millennials will say it's something else, but it ain't. I watched it with my own eyes. If we were allowed to film it, I would. Oh, I didn't even fucking finish the whole point that I started like usual about the day before. Um, they were taking pictures, but let me to get back to the blonde after I say the 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 yeah, coup de yeah, gras yeah, okay. of, of the coup de gras of assholes. This woman who's in SAG after got herself basically blackballed from the movie industry the day before because she did a prison trick of putting her iPhone. You're allowed to bring a book to read on downtime or whatever. So she, she strategically uh, cut a hole in the back cover of the book. And, you know, the people have their eyes and cameras on you at all times. So to prevent this shit and they, you know, it ended up where they had to lock up our phones for every scene. So, you know, a guy like me who might want to take a picture of the set or something when we're not filming, and it's always been cool if you do it in a discreet way, they ruined it for, you know. And uh, anyway, this bitch took like an hour's worth of footage. I mean, uh, they should fucking press charges and put her, you know, give her a little scare and put her in fucking the pen for a couple of days. But and then she proceeded to be more stupid and posted it and hashtag like at Michael B. Jordan and at Sylvester Stallone today at you know wherever and she's in the fucking union she's did this before oh my god they, they she her career is done not that she had a career but I mean I guess TMZ might pay for that like for like I don't know it's what the possible, rate would be I but suppose. maybe if she's I don't know. like what completely you know, what do they pay for a boot. What do they pay for a bootlegged film? Well, it wasn't like, you know, it was just a scene. Yeah, I mean, that's not finished. But it was just even, I guess, but... You couldn't even tell, you know, what... It was just like, you know, somebody might pay for it to be like, "Uh, here's what happened on set today. We got this exclusive video. I might pay her for it anonymously. I could could see if there was uh, some question about, like, okay, we don't really know what this movie's about. Son of a bitch, we didn't know that, uh, fill in the blank, we didn't know that guy was in the movie. Then that might be money worthy, but I think it's pretty much a given what Creed 2 is about. I don't, I don't think it requires Yeah, I mean, it's on IMDb. <laughs> I think yeah, you yeah, said it no. has a Facebook page and everything yeah, else. Michael B. Jordan that. again. The only difference, The only difference in cast members this time from the first one is that Ryan Coogler was the original director when he was 27 who moved on to Greener Pastures with the Black Panther. So he's going to be Hollywood elite for from now till the, you know, till he gets a sexual harassment charge. Uh and and I'm not saying he he does that kind of thing, but everybody gets a sexual yeah. harassment charge now, so yeah, it seems it's just to kind be of a thing, thing that's going to happen. Yeah, So yeah, um so that was my coup de gras of assholes, and that's part of the reason that I was in a special effects, exhausting nine hours of yelling, chanting. You know, um, I, I think it's out there that um, that Dolph Lundgren's in it, so I'm not breaking confidentiality here by saying no, that's his on name's the, Drago. That's on the, uh, IMDb page and the Wikipedia page, and that's it. yeah, the dude didn't change his being made. Yeah, the dude didn't change his fucking name. So I, you know, yeah. you're in different scenarios. So I, I was chanting Drago at one point. You know, you do what you're paid for. And uh, 
but it's exhausting. It's a lot. It's not glamorous like you picture people. So if if you're into getting if if you get an opportunity and you're into that and you just like are cool with like being in the presence of the whole thing and learning a little bit and behaving and if you're not like me and like people maybe you can meet a couple that are cool um but it's 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 completely horrible uh if you're a dick um what were you going to say Tim? Well, it is that that is part of kind of the American dream sort of thing, right? You know, you and not just the movies, but the movies is one of them where the small town person will, uh, you know, move to wherever, or you know, or in this case, I guess it's Philadelphia we're talking about, and uh, you know, if if someone would just could just see me, I'd be a star. Yeah, it's such a fucking you know, and you get it, and you get it in the sport, you get it in the sports world where you know if, Music. if I could just you know, yeah, if I could just get on stage with, uh, you know, with Rush, I'd fucking show that uh, drummer from Rush that he's fucking, he got nothing on me. I'll, I'll drum those motherfuckers into, into next week, you know, and it's just people don't, people are, I, I hate to say it, but I think people are just that stupid that they don't yes, realize they that, are. Yeah, they just don't realize that it's, uh, you know, you've been through it in some in some different fields. I've been through it a little bit in hockey, where yeah, I was the cock of the walk in my own hometown, but I wasn't. <laughs> there's another ten thousand towns, and you're just one of, you know, of many. And and then for all those ten thousand towns, there's another thousand towns that were bigger that had guys that were even better. By the time you get right down to it, you're, you know, you're average at best. You know, you got to have whatever yeah. people, like you said, whatever somebody's looking for. Or I've seen guys, you know, well, I could, uh, I could uh, throw a pretty good curveball in high school, so I could probably, uh, Mike Trout wouldn't fucking get a bat on my ball in high school. <laughs> yeah, yep. Mike Trout would have uh, fucking uh, hit your, would have hit your ball so fucking hard. Ten out of ten <laughs> times out of the fucking it. park. Yeah, yeah. still be looking um, for that hit. <laughs> as as they're on their ninth fucking, as and they're on their ninth. And on top, go ahead. No, you continue. I mean, and it's been it's it's been uh, it's been pushed. You know that this is in fact true because there. I mean, there have been the odd case where, uh, you know, somebody was discovered sitting at the drugstore. You know, back in old time Hollywood, I don't know that it happens all that much anymore, but. It's the, really it's, odd it's lottery odds. It's lottery yeah, odds. Yeah, I mean, even even if you're good, I think you still have to stumble across the right, uh, you know, right place, right time, right, uh, uh, right vehicle. You know, some guys are real right funny. And, well, that's possible. Well, I don't know. I probably. But that I'm is still on the movie industry. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about baseball and hockey and football necessarily. Well. But, um, I don't know. How, I don't know how much sports, but then when you hear that shit, you know, with like the gymnastic team and all that, you start to wonder. You know, I don't know how much of that goes on. Yeah, you know, I don't know how much of that goes on in that in that world. Uh, I probably less than in Hollywood because there's uh, um, not uh, say uh, not different sexes playing. You know, like if, if now if a, if a football team was twelve girls and twelve guys, then I would probably. Yeah. <laughs> Then I'd say it would probably be rampant, just like it is in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah good old master. So. 
good old I'm still not I'm still not done on the blonde and everything, but good old Nasser, I think I, I think that is his name, but what is telling here is that was a major story of a horrible individual who raped uh young gymnastics. I believe there was a pile on effect, you know, just to get money. But he's certainly a monster and guilty as charged. I mean, you know, if, yeah, if he did this story, to every... Yeah that's, a, yeah, that's a long cry from the um, the Weinstein, Cosby, um, who's the other one? Um, I can't even remember because there's so fucking many of them now that, I mean, he was... Uh, uh, there was no doubt uh, as to his guilt. None at all. And yeah, so let me okay. let me hop back because it ta- it, this, the ending of this ties into uh, the Bill Cosby verdict and everything else. Um, so back to the set. Um, since the uh, the big shot SAG people were off that particular day, and I must say again, because of the stupid extras delaying production, uh, the, back to the blonde. Very beautiful girl. If she's in a bar in our local neighborhood with those uh, precious boobs, and you know, even her back was nice because I was sitting in back of her on one scene, and I was looking at her back like, man, I, like some girls are just really attractive in in all ways. Um, but nonetheless, she was the equivalent of a groupie, ring rat, um, star fucker, whatever. She was totally like it was like sixty year old obese guys with like cleft palate for Christ's sake that we're just fucking uh, saying you know uh, action what's that goddamn thing I should know because I've been in fucking movies forever but the thing where they clap it together what's that fucking thing oh, called uh, yeah I don't know what the hell it's called but I don't know what you're talking about where they got the scene and all that shit written on it but I mean they hire like special needs people to do that like you know and and, and she just sucked his dick to move up the ladder and if I asked her out in the bar to buy her a drink, she'd be like, ew, no way. You know, but, and that's the reality, and it's a sad reality, but, you know, uh, in this day and age, in 2018, these dumbbells were responding to her, and they've been around the block. They've been in film. That's why they got their position. They know, and they're used to, 5,000 girls a, a fucking a movie that are very attractive that are like this mentality and will fuck their way into the, you know, uh, fictional yet re- realistic casting cast that's been around since the beginning of time. And there, for the girl now in 2018, it's a win-win. Because if the guy's stupid enough to go along with it and go, take her out for the after party for a few drinks with some legitimate members of the, of the crew in the movie, then, she, you know, she's a sweet, just hot girl who just likes them for them in that particular induced state of both the men and the women, and they sleep together consensually, and she doesn't make it into a role more prominent in the film. Then she's got Gloria Allred to say she was raped, or... T- if she does, if well, she blows like six, seven of them like they've never been blown before, they'll find a spot for her to maybe jumpstart a little career or at least have FaceTime in a major motion picture, which could lead to other things. So there's a no-lose if you're a hot girl in this day and age. You just have to be a fucking slut. 
It's a sad state of affairs. It is, but it's sad in every direction because it's, it's horrible to think that that does happen and the girl is not yeah. a participant. And that's, that's bad enough. But then when you think, knowing all of that, that there are still women who are willing to uh, take, try to take that route to get famous, is he baffles yeah. me even more. I mean, Especially look, with all look as good as you right do, now. babe. Look as good as you do, you babe, and any girls that are listening. Or men, or dudes for that matter, because there's a lot of gayness in Hollywood, too. If you're a good-looking yeah, dude sure. with abs and, like, and like structured face and shit like that, um, if you're willing to, like, you know, what those type of people do, um, you know, so be it. But don't don't come out yeah, 20 years later. And, it, and, you know, as long as everybody's on the same page about it, and it's okay. Yeah, you know, uh, you, just... You, Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, that that was it. You know, it's kind of like the, you know, you want to get backstage to the, you know, to see, uh, I don't fucking know, you know, the Rolling Stones. Well, you might have to, you might have to suck a dick. But it's an understatement. Rolling Stones for you, Kid Rock for me. You know. Yeah. Whoever. But you know, but it's it's understood that. uh, Fucking what? uh, What's a little bad taste in my mouth? I've, I've, I've eaten onions before. Justin Bieber. Yeah, I, I, you, you know, know. But you're going like to have to do that. And, 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 and there's no more to it, though. No one ever said, you don't see anybody coming up with, uh, well, you know, I was a groupie back in the 80s. And, uh, you know, why 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 aren't they suing those guys? Oh, yeah, because you haven't got any yeah. money. <laughs> I forgot the other <laughs> you know, characters. But it was on the I forgot that the... it was blowjob for backstage pass. That's how it worked. I forgot the other something? character, but I'll... Yeah, you get you get what you get out of it, you know. And uh, if you go in knowing and you're fine with that, that's cool. It works for all parties. But right. um, that's I, what I'm I, to get at. I got the other, I got the other frequent movie uh, extra character, the white guy, the fat white guy, I should say, because it's always a heavy set white guy, but he's always got like gelled hair. And you know, uh, there was one the other day. It was like. You know, uh, they're filming in New Mexico as well. And, uh, you know, he has the whole rundown and et cetera. But you're sitting in the back row and you're an extra, you dope. Your check is $117. Shut the fuck up. You know nothing. You know nothing, you dope. <laughs> you stupid fat idiot with your gel wing tips. What do they call it? Frosted tips? You stupid Frosted idiot. Tips. Oh, that's pretty sexy. That's a sexy image yeah, you're conjuring up there. Yeah, I'll give you frosted tips, you dope. Anyway, uh, back to Blondie. Um, she, uh, you know, she'll probably go back Monday or Tuesday. She's probably been on set before. Um, and like I said, it's a win-win for her. Very attractive. I would not take that away. Um, I was actually going to get her uh, if we had some downtime in the uh, holding area because she was that attractive from the top up and front from front. She have told her. I know. I was, agent. I was actually going to get her to do a promo for Wide Men Can't Jump, and I might have refrained from fucking dissing her today, but uh, I didn't have time to, to do that, uh, so I didn't. But I, I must go out of my way to put over someone. Uh, I, I, I met one person. Oh, there was also... Fuck, I, here's one I forgot. Man, 
You just keep uh, on rolling. The, the mob, the mob kid. He refused to uh, leave his bag in the room and claimed he had important things. And they said, "Well, you know, no phone, and we, can we check it out?" And I, I don't want to say if they did check it out or didn't, but I don't think it was checked out well enough. And then he proceeded to to talk about, you know, my family, you know, uh, the the. They chop the guy in pieces, and I always carry, and this, that, and the other. And now i got to keep my eye because of the current day and age if this guy's like a fucking random shooter, for Christ's sake, because they let him in the set with a fucking bag. Or a lunatic, or you don't know. Yeah, he's coming up with 8 million stories uh, as the Run DMC, uh, to quote the Run DMC uh, single back in the day. Uh, every time I was in ears length of him, because we switched around a lot position-wise, they tell me, yeah, my, uh, my, my, my uh, wife's uh, first uncle, whatever, was in East State Penitentiary with Al Capone, and, uh, man, we, uh, he escaped, and, uh, you know, uh, he stabbed a guard. And I, I'm like, shut up. You're nothing. He, You're nobody. You're here for a hundred hours sitting uh, in the back row. Was he was he more a walk this way kind of guy, or was he fighting for his right? Uh, I think he was a fucking faggot. Uh, oh, excuse me. Uh, we shouldn't say that because people. <laughs> I don't know that. I'm not aware of that song. <laughs> Although I'm probably no, he sure wasn't, there is one. He wasn't gay, but I I refuse to not say something I grew up with saying. Uh, because it means he was soft, fake, corny, et cetera. It has nothing to do with his sexuality. Yeah, he already has. I already stated he has a wife. Yeah, so, so not all gay people, people are soft, fake, or corny either. So that's. Mm. Oh wait, yeah. oh, hold up, wait mean, a minute. <laughs> yeah, I, I just heard a few uh, doors slam in the safe zones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. I, I, I almost finished the blonde. I got uh, the the guy with the mafia guy, but I wanted to go out of my way to put somebody over. Uh, the one person I talked to in the whole lot was uh, I sat down and I went in a black. That's another story. I had a, a hot Muslim chick. Nate actually got me my, my Uber. I don't want to go into my situation here, but it, it's been like getting places in the last week has been nearly impossible. Uh, you know, it'll it'll change soon, but I had to get an Uber, and, and Nate sent me one, being the kind soul that he is, uh, as part of my pay Nate, for that the would show. Be, that would be Nate, your personal assistant, Nate? My personal assistants, Nate Bush and Tim Dombrova, uh, concocted, concocted, concocted a way to get me to the movie set where I wouldn't have to, uh, whatever I dealt with my family. It's too. It's too much. Well, a, it, this this whole celebrity doesn't this pack whole, a lot of money around. You know. This whole story will be told. One day. This whole story <laughs> of the of the last couple of weeks will be told in detail, naming names. <laughs> uh, a screaming tell-all book by Nate Bush. <laughs> no, by me. Uh, well, I mean, if you know, it could be by either of you, but by me, when when this silly little period is, is done with but it's showing me who friends and family are put it that way but let's sure. not get serious let's get sure back enough. to our show because that's what people listen to this for um one guy i want to put over i sat down and i i wore a sleeveless black collared shirt that i used to wear you know singing and whatnot and 
Uh, I, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I did a lot of push-ups, a lot of curls, a lot of stuff, whatever I had around the house to have that muscle memory pump, whether it be I'm 285 pounds, so my arms are still big, but at one time they were like fucking 20-some-odd inches, you know, and um, and hard. And, you know, I have a lot of tattoos. So one hint I can give you people, if you want to advance, stand out. I have a, a long gray beard. I have a shaved head. I have a look. And, uh, you know, I was moved to the front row often. But there wasn't much ad- chance for advancement on the effects day. But anyhow, uh, a gentleman sat w- right across from me at my table. I chose to su- sit alone, and he sat down across from me. We were filling out paperwork. And how you doing? My name's blah, 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 blah. My name's blah, 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 blah. And uh, through further conversation, Turned out that he recognized my name from Jim Cornette Experience. Um, um, then I went on to say, well, I was with 605. And he he knew of the show because he knew Brian's last name from Jim Cornette Experience. One thing led to another. He was a wrestling fan. I was a wrestling fan. On breaks, we would hang out and show pictures to each other. And then when I got jammed up on the way home because, uh, you know, my family had to go to a uh, – our teenage nephew's basketball game and uh one had to go to bed by seven and all these other crazy excuses that i i, I was literally possibly going to get stranded there i mean that's an extreme case i, I would have got home i would have just bucked up and bought an uber or got somebody to buy me an uber or whatever but i mean it was a legitimate case of where i couldn't get to any public transportation and i didn't have my car as as you and nate know but we're not going to share all that whole thing um so you know, I'm from rags to riches and riches to rags. In this case, I'm on a movie set and everything's great, except the lunch, which was peanut butter and jelly and, and hoagie, half hoagies at that because the big stars weren't there. But uh, so this guy was so cool that he was going a completely different way. And I didn't even, you know, want to put him in a weird position to um, drive me home you know, and I had a couple bucks to offer him or whatever, but I settled for doing something I said I would never do again, and that's take public transportation. He drove me the uh, certain amount of miles to the Philadelphia airport, which which conveniently I, I thought of to not take him out of his way out of respect because he's a good dude. His name's Edward, and I'm going to tell him I put him over on this show, and hopefully he'll become a fan of Wide Men Can't Jump, all we, all we do. He's a, he's a cool-ass dude wrestling fan, you know, et cetera. And uh, it was nice to uh, have somebody that was cool, that wasn't acting like a douchebag, that knew knew his role, so to speak, like I knew mine. We were just extras, and, you know, we were doing our thing to make a couple bucks. And uh, he told me a, a quick funk story. Um, he uh, the, the, the event that I showed up to see funk for the last time because I, I you know, Terry's getting up there, and you know, hell, I'm getting up there. And, you know, it's not like Funk comes in every month and works. He's in his 70s. So he was at a place, a convention, so I rarely go to those things. But I went to see Terry, I don't know, over a year ago. He happened to be in the same place, and we we showed each other the pictures. And he, he, he shared a Funk story and said, Funk said, and uh, you know, I'm not prepared for the Funk impression, but I'll try. Um are you a sissy? 
No, he didn't say that to him. I knew I could pull that off. Um, he said, I know he said, he said, get away, get away from me, you son of a bitch. You look just like Heyman. You owe me money, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Get away from here, Heyman. Like he was playing when a funk was funny. And I didn't, I didn't see the resemblance to him and Heyman, but I was gonna say, uh, he looked a little more. He looked a little more of Chris Daniels in the face to me, this gentleman Edward. Um, but because Paul, uh, Paul Heyman's there, you know, he distinct look. You could tell he, you could tell he worked out. You know, uh, shorter than I, but you know, kept himself in shape. Uh, but he wore a black leather jacket, which was you know kind of the thing we had to do wear black. And it was in that period where Paulie had the uh, hair pulled back with with a little bit. Um, I guess receding or whatever, but not much. That whatever year period, I, I'm bad with timelines. And he had it pulled into a small ponytail. So that his height, the black, you know, ponytail, and in his case, built stockiness, but in Paul's case, kind of fat stockiness. He did have a little resemblance from behind, like that you could see that ear is Paul Heyman. So Funk was pretty funny in, in noticing that, and. uh I thought that was really cool, and like I said, if you're listening, Edward, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, sh- I'm gonna link you again to tonight's show, and uh, God bless for keeping me sane on that set because I was miserable. Um, <laughs> Two anyway. thumbs up to Edward for not being a dick. Yes. Uh, so then, you know, he get, he got me to where I needed to get to. I I offered to throw him a couple of dollars for his uh, thing, and he literally wouldn't take it. I mean, uh, so you know. I owe him a beer. Holy shit! Two, that way. two more fucking points for Edward for being real and not being a dick, which is pretty rare these yeah, days. I got nothing, nothing but love for Edward. He's a good dude, man. So, anyhow, um, you know, I get home and all that, but uh, that that story's over. But it leads into with with what the blonde was doing, um, and just giving you a, a rough synopsis. Oh, I forgot to tell you this. The day before Edward, uh, I shouldn't mention his name. The day before others told me, uh, I guess we can't edit that out, but uh, other people, because more than one people told told me, though. A There's lots of people mother and A mother and daughter showed up, and they were, I think, kicked out, too, the same day, where the mother offered every person involved with the movie her daughter to blow if she could get to meet Sylvester Stallone. And this is not an exaggeration. She offered her, like, 20-year-old daughter to give head to, like, fucking stagehands, fucking uh, uh, showrunners, everybody, crew members, uh, production assistants, etc., just to meet Sylvester Stallone, and God knows what the mother would have uh, offered to him, but Sylvester Stallone on, on the set some days had his daughters with him, and he's an elderly gentleman who is like, he's, he's not going to deal with any of that nonsense anymore. Uh, I'm yeah, guess that, so that Sylvester Stallone is fucking old enough that he doesn't care about any of that anymore. No, God, no. I mean, he's got a beautiful wife. He's happy. He's wealthy. He's smart enough to know that that's just a ticket to losing a whole shit pile of money. 
if you're not careful. I mean, come on. And then, and then again, I hate to go back to it, but it wouldn't have worked. But somebody might have took advantage of the opportunity to get free oral uh, release. Uh, some, you know, somebody that was just a, a jabroni guy, you know, running wires or something. And there, uh, Gloria Allred would be the first call when the Stallone meeting didn't happen yeah, well, and have a prepared that, um, statement how she was traumatized. I mean, he is reported to be worth approximately $400 million. So there's all the reason some people would require right there. So it's a win-win to be a pig groupie. And for those, unfortunately, that will take this out of context, I have a daughter, a mother, a sister, two nieces, etc. I love See, uh, all of them greatly, and I'm not into uh, people. I'm not into making fun of people who were legitimately victims, especially violent victims. The millennials and the snowflakes have this amazing ability to only know about the thing that fucking is in their world, whatever whatever their yeah. cause of the day is. They have this amazing ability to not be able to to uh, you know that the rest of the world moves around them and it's not their little fucking square inch that they live in. You know, no, no like okay, getting moving on to the Cosby thing. Okay, Cosby yeah, to say, to say found guilty on all charges, and I must say the tipping point for me, and you know, some people dismiss it as oh, it's just coincidence and it was just a TV show. So no, that clip of him uh, creepily talking to Felicia Rashad on on set about his who, who's, about his special barbecue sauce. Yeah, she's in Creed, by the way, too. But um, as Mrs. Huxtable, like you know, talking seductively, but you could even see his physical demeanor change. And I'm not a conspiracy theory guy, and I'm not saying like was you see something you haven't seen. It was downright sexual predator 101, but at the time you couldn't see it because you weren't looking for it. And the dialogue of his sauce that he basically said, I put something in it to make you fucking vulnerable and, and horny. And without coming out and saying that in this scene, and you should look it up if you haven't. It's Bill Cos- the Cosby Show, um, barbecue sauce. Uh, whatever you, you'll find it. Yeah, if you um, yeah, if you put in uh, barbecue sauce, Bill Cosby, well, it's the first thing that comes up. So you will yeah. you'll see what we're talking about. So creepy, you know. Uh, he uh, absolutely, as I stated last week, did a lot of this creepy, fucked up, weird shit that he absolutely is guilty of. Being a creep, uh, there was part of me that wanted to say he was guilty of taking advantage of his fame because there's a thin line there if you're a realistic person where you could be famous, just like I witnessed yesterday, not even famous, just connected to the fame. And girls that are out of your league will offer themselves willingly to you, literally willingly offer themselves to you, that are very beautiful women that are just straight up trying to get to some other element or try or get a thrill out of fucking famous people, whatever. And so there was part of me that, 
you know, has been around that for a long, long time in various different businesses. So I kind of wanted to stay straddle the fence, but he was absolutely guilty of being a fucking creep, rapist, whatever you want to call him. You snowflakes, you non-snowflakes that believe that, the very few of you, you were correct, but I will still stay, say and stand by my statement that this John McEnroe slash Howard Stern hybrid that was stands about six foot eight was an athlete at Temple and reasonable doubt my balls. They convicted Cosby because they knew he was a creep. The jury deliberated for two days and rightfully so, but the wrong fucking case. This woman now is, you know, a hero and Gloria Allred go jump around, you fucking pig, um, who made up, you know, statements for her, as all lawyers do. But, I mean, the facts are the facts. She called him 70 times afterward. She told her roommate that she was going to make shit up about him. And you could say that's speculation because it was an African-American woman because you're a racist. Uh, but she was her roommate, and she's, she's got nothing out of this. You know, it's not O.J. time. There was more holes in her story than fucking Swiss cheese or my old underwear. So in this particular case, he he absolutely fucked her at his home. It must have been an agreement with he and his wife that he could uh, use his fame. I don't believe, I mean, I, I could believe that he put shit in to make her horny, but I'm sure he told her. Like, hey, baby, you want to try this? We'll, we'll fuck all night. And she called him, and it was basically to extort money. You know, now those civil suit and lawsuit. God knows what's to come with the, with this John McEnroe girl. I don't even want to mention her fucking is, name. Yeah, I don't even know why. I'm conveniently not saying it. That's my problem with the whole thing. I got two, Actually, I've got two problems with it. First off, I still... Uh, I, I'm not so naive or stupid to believe that all of these women are lying. But, in the same breath, I have yet to see a single fucking shred of proof, of tangible proof, except that I, they say their story, and he says his. And that's it. Now... Yeah. Again, if we were talking about something that, you know, if this had all happened in the last, you know, like the uh, gymnast guy, this had all happened in the last four or five years, and all these women were coming forward with exactly the same story, it's pretty hard to ignore. And it's pretty hard to ignore in the Cosby thing, too. I'm just not so sure how can you convict someone based on, well, I said it happened and the other guy says it didn't. Like, I, I don't get that. Like, and like in her particular case, they the, she went to the cops back in the day, or, or previously anyway, and they said there, there was not enough there to even pursue a charge. Now suddenly there's enough there to convict the guy. Uh, you like, know. is it, you know, yeah. is it because it's You're the flavor the of the day room. right now and that it's something yes. that is so prevalent that, Okay, and then my next problem, and okay, and that's, I guess, you know, with the justice system the way it is, that's something we have to live with. There's going to be some gray area there where guys get trampled when they shouldn't, and maybe a guy who, 
who is guilty. Maybe he gets found guilty with not quite as much evidence as they probably should be. But that's a whole other story. The thing that rips me yes. off is now suddenly all these women who I just I just wanted to come out and be strong and uh, strong for other women so you know no one is alone and oh yeah by the way we we've already started to file the fucking civil cases because what's it really about it's about fucking Bill Cosby's six hundred million dollars that's what it's really about. yes and it's it's really about money uh, but it you know again and I, I want to. I want to state it clearly that I'm not going to speak for you, but I think I, I get your con, uh, context. I absolutely believe Bill Cosby spiked drinks and is a creepy old motherfucker who I agree. took advantage the, of his fame. The disagreement but, comes about whether they knew that that's what he was doing and whether they were willing or not. Yeah, he in some cases. That he it, was quite upfront mo- about it. Yeah, absolutely he was. And right. in most cases, uh, they were there to do exactly what happened. Uh, yeah, he's not denying was, in most of these cases as far as I know. Yeah. It was unnecessary to to drug a woman's drink uh, in any case. I, I don't want these twists in our words. And yeah, basically, no, I, yeah don't, don't, I'm not on board with uh, roofing anybody. Let's Let's not get that confused with anything. I'm 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 on board if the jury were deliberating and they said, you know, this this thing with this bitch is fucking shady. Um but for the greater good in case this is the case that will fuck the other countless victims that he really did do it to. Not this bitch who called him seventy times and considered him a lifelong friend and all this other shit. They have it documented that she had friendly interactions with him for years after the alleged incident. I mean, come on. That's my problem. But, That's my problem with it. Somewhere but, I mean, the line, if, the story if, breaks down. If you're, in, if you're a deliberating jury member and you know in your heart of hearts this man was a monster... And I can finally say and believe that now to other people. But this particular case was pretty shady. Yeah, but you're not you're not there to judge what he may or may have done to anybody else. You're only there to judge what he may or may not have done to her. Yes, her but, case, uh, but uh, I'm continuing right? from my perspective because I've been yeah. on juries. Um, not that you haven't. Not that anybody listens. Well, I haven't. But, but my pers- <laughs> my perspective would be, if we find him innocent here, and this is completely being dishonest and going against our system, but guess what? Newsflash. The system in the United States is fucking stupid and fucking crazy, and that's why I would play their game and be fucking stupid and irrational and crazy too. Like you made a point about proving this particular case, that would be thrown out the window for me personally because he obviously is a fucking creep fuck who shouldn't be free uh, for his last years on this earth. He 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 did some really horrible things to some women. Um, so it sucks that that the one that he got convicted with was was one who's completely obviously a gold digger, and that's what you're there for, correct? But I would talk the other members of the jury into hey, for the greater good. 
because our system sucks. Everything sucks. Everything's corrupt. Everything's about money. You can't you can't say not guilty because then you're going to dismiss other women that legitimately may have issues <laughs> met with mental health and so what forth. Exactly? Because nothing ever going to nothing would ever come back up had they had they voted him not guilty. What exactly was he convicted of? Like the, what was uh, the all counts charge? of. Uh, yeah, but like he didn't. He didn't, didn't get nailed for rape, did he? They didn't use the word rape. It was. Uh, was it something? I'm trying to find it. Yeah. It was. It was sexual assault, but I don't think that was the term. It was a legal well, term. See, like you guys, yeah, I, I don't live in America because you guys got that fucking civil bullshit, which makes no fucking sense to me. I don't know how you can well, be guilty in a criminal court, but not in a civil court, but guilty in a criminal court, but not in a civil court. It makes no, no sense. I've never been able to figure well, out how, like with the OJ thing. He's not guilty in the criminal court. He did nothing wrong, and yet he did something enough wrong that he has to keep giving these people money till, till he's dead. Okay, I don't well, get that. Well, the thing is, the criminal court is, uh, you know, I don't want to stay on this too long, but criminal case is with all those fucking garbage loopholes about reasonable doubt. Uh, if I go out and fucking stab somebody in the face right now across the street, there's a good enough lawyer to put reasonable doubt while I'm telling you on the air. Um, and that's oh, about, yeah. you know, prison time and so forth. Civil suit is more based on reality where there's not 12 people that you send back to talk about it. Um, it's, you know, judge based and they, they deal with facts and, you know, most of the time they're right. Um, but it, I, I can't even defend America in this system because it's the worst. It's the worst fucking system ever created. Well, it should be scrapped. Let me read you the thing and, here, because I'm, I'm confused even reading the thing. Um, okay, where the hell did that go? He was, he was found guilty of drugging and sexually assaulting a woman. And for some reason, which I can't quite figure out, he was... Three counts of this. So, th- uh, three counts of aggravated indecent assault against this woman. So, they're trying to tell me that I'm supposed to believe that she was stupid and fucking enough to go there three times? That this happened on three And occasions? get drugged all three. And, and she got drugged on all time. three and she, and she was totally oblivious to this? Like that's a bit uh, of a stretch much. in my brain. I guess you know. Like you like said, it's one of those things where you just have to kind of look at it is, and go, like, "What's what's best for society here?" And that's it. Yeah, it's the greater it, good. Least, in my point, your your point is technically correct. In this specific case, if you're doing your civil duty as an American citizen juror, you you should judge it based only on this case, and. My you know, my worry is that it becomes uh, uh, that it snowballs. Uh, the next at, at guy who point, didn't do it, <laughs> you know. At this point, like, now because know, who knows? Was, this was this was all yesterday. Now this morning, somebody's went after Tom Brokaw, and he's the next one. Yeah, we wanted to move into that. I don't. I don't know if we're fully done with Cosby. I thought I had one more point. Um, 
Oh, I did. I, I did have one more good point. Um, Judith Regan uh, was brought in at one point. Uh, the uh, book mogul who's you know been responsible for Howard Stern's book and God knows who else, but she's big time book woman and Angie, what not Angie Dickinson. God, I'm going dating myself. Who was hot by the way back in the day when I was a kid. Um, Janice Dickinson, that airhead, uh, she, you know, was put out her book and she was brought in and all that. But guess what? Judith Regan here, uh, direct line. As soon as I, I, I bet the fucking T's weren't crossed and the I's weren't dotted with that guilty on all charges before John McEnroe with her forward written by Gloria at Allred, who will get a cut. Uh, got a book deal from Judith Regan. She'll be okay. on every fucking talk show. How do you feel about this? I didn't know this. The defense's star witness was, I guess, her this chick's friend at Temple, who confided right. to her in 2004 that she could make money by falsely claiming she'd been molested by a prominent person. Yeah. Cosby paid the chick who who has just won this suit now. He paid her $3.38 million in 2006 as part of a confidential financial settlement of a lawsuit she had brought against him after prosecutors originally denied to bring charges against him. So she's already got yeah. paid once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. This that is, uh, sucks. And, and this is, you know, because it, it, Hannibal Barris didn't make it public to the, the millennials until that joke on stage. I don't know what his take on it is, but, you know, if he's anything like me, uh, I guess, regrudgingly, you got to say it's positive for the greater good because he did hurt some people and in no way, shape, or form. What I can do. I don't have a problem with that. My problem with it is that everybody's cured to their badness and that they, oh, I'm traumatized and, oh, like, you know, blah, 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 blah. But what always seems to fix it is a fucking check. That always seems to take care of it. Yeah, I don't uh, think if this, I think three, you know, if this was just about think, what was doing right, why don't they all drop their civil suits and go? I don't want any money. You get put in jail, and I'm that's what I wanted, and I'm okay with that. But you can be rest assured the lineup for the the the, the, the right. lineup for the money will be even bigger than the lineup was to sue him the first to to charge him the first time. I think getting banged by uh, one of the biggest female celebrities in the world and a $3.8 million check just in my opinion, I'm not the, you know, in, in that deep with Cosby or John McEnroe. Um, in my opinion, that was hush money because he knew of the other legitimate victims. And no, so you're, did she. You're probably right. Keep but where, your mouth where is shut. the mention We're that friends. she has well, she has got what she wanted out of the deal. So now why why does she why is she entitled to go after him the other way too? I, I that's BS to me. But Brother, it's the I guess system. It I guess it is what it is, right? You can't change it. it, it you so, can't change it unless, you know, you have total anarchy over the government. Well, it's just not worth. Without getting into it too much further, like what I don't understand is okay. The the word of the all these other women, these other women is all true. 
And yet her friend, who's also a woman, who says the opposite, well, she's a liar. Well, you know, it, you know. it just gets so weird, you know. That, okay, but that's how the millennials look at it, right? Well, why would a woman ever lie about this happening to her? All women who say this are speak the truth. Yeah. Okay, well, we know that's not um, true. See, yeah, let's not beat let's not this, beat this horse anymore. We'll, we'll probably leave this after this conversation in the past completely, because uh, you know that that fucker, his eyes the way it is because he was fucking with one eye and, and the other eye was on the door. You know yeah, I mean, I mean in the same uh, breath, fuck Bill Cosby. He he got probably got what he deserved at the end of the day. Yes, I just don't like how I just did. don't like how they how they had got around to him getting it. That's my problem. Well, well God, on God bless there. the ones that God bless the ones that did get drugged yeah, unnecessarily. Hope, but. Hopefully, somewhere there's maybe a couple of women who never came forward. Yeah. Who 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 get some kind of uh, solace out of this, and that that helps them move on with their lives. Because if it is, if it was true, and you had to live with it for all those years for whatever reason, that would suck pretty hard. So. You know, yeah. from that side of it, I, I sympathize with, uh, with, uh... Good morning, uh, this is Tom Brokaw, and, Tom Brokaw. Uh, our top story today is <laughs> a sexual a harassment, <laughs> yeah, a it's sexual harassment charge, uh, against, against uh, another... <laughs> Wait a minute, I'm yeah, Tom, I'm Tom Brokaw. Brokaw. Exactly. Oh uh, I think there must be a, a, a error on the teleprompter. Uh, it's oh, against, let me read it again. Face. It's against Tom Brokaw. Tom so that, that, that's, that, that, you know, I, I don't know if that happened. Who knows what happened, but Well, this is another funny. one where it, it's not really, or at least the initial story is like, okay, he didn't rape nobody. We had never got it never went to any of those areas. The woman's bitch is that he um he made unwanted advances towards her and that he tried to kiss her once, tried to forcibly kiss her, and once grabbed her from behind and tickled her on the waist. I'm not kidding. Ooh. That's what it, that's that's and I'm going, Okay, this is real and, and all of this happened. Uh I believe it was. It's it's a while back, like it's nice. It's another one where it's not you know like four or five years ago in the mid nineties. So you know what we're talking twenty yeah, years mean, ago. If 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 Father O'Hagan tickles my back and then reaches around and and grabs my cock while he's butt fucking me in the nineties, I might be traumatized enough to wait till now to come out with that um, due to embarrassment from. Uh, being fucked in the ass, but when Tom Brokaw, my coworker, tickles me, uh, I don't, I don't think it would be too bothersome by any legitimate psychoanalyst in the country, in the world, in the history of time. And uh, it's just, I kind of want this story to have some legs, so I can look at some video and do a better impression of him. And then have him just saying filthy things on our Tom and Tim show, but it's kind of so fresh to me that <laughs> and now the news. All I can Tom say is Tom Brokaw. Tom Brokaw yeah. today said, "Whoever this, this woman's evening's name news, is, she's a cunt." 
and a useless piece exactly. of shit. Exactly. And, and we'd like to. Yeah, I don't know. Like this, this one. No, I would go. Weird. I would go. I would go the other way with him, and and have him be over the top, like sexual. With if I could do his voice enough, uh, you know, I'd be like, "Come here, baby," and. uh Suck on this cock, you little secretary whore. Drink no, this. Have it dripping drink like this drink I fixed for that. you. But not really saying anything all that bad. You know, like you said, like come uh, on yeah. over here, and yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. Yeah, I don't know. We'll have yes. to wait to see that one. That one's gonna have to. Uh, Samar's gonna have to come out on that one. Uh, how do you feel and about that? And me and Matt Lauer. He and Matt, Matt Lauer have worked on the same set, too. But uh, let's finish yeah, up Lauer's on that a, negative and be Matt funny. Matt Lauer's a dick. How do you feel about Dennis? Yeah, Quaid? let's, let's, um, I don't know. Is there something new in the news? Yeah, Dennis Quaid just, uh, he, his divorce is final. And he's not married to, he was married to uh, nobody. But uh, you've been, you've been down that road. I've been down that road. Um, okay. Test this out for, uh, they have one 10-year-old. Oh, got 10-year-old twins, sorry. Two kids. Okay. Um, she gets custody of the kid. Uh, kids, uh, he's only allowed to see them uh, 25% of the time. I'm not exactly sure how they work that out. I guess that's eight days a month or seven days a month or whatever it is. Uh, he gets to pay uh, the stunning sum of $2 million up front uh, because, of course, this poor woman you know, fucking destitute, right? And so you get a lump sum sure. of $2 million. Then she gets another million dollars. Because uh, the house that he took and the house that she took don't quite uh, they don't quite measure up financially, so he's got to give her another million dollars. So that's uh, three million. They don't say what the houses are worth, so I, I'm not sure what she how she managed there, or how they made out there. And then he gets to pay her the princely sum of thirteen thousand dollars a month in child support, based on the yeah, fact that I mean, he that's... only based based on that he only makes a million dollars a year. If he makes more, so if he's so if he's a go-getter and he goes out there and works his ass off, he has to pay her more. Yeah, you know this show's going to end up sucking because it's going to bring out just the fucking horrible nature of this world. Uh, you know, by by you his standards, he's getting he he's getting fucked. By our standards, uh, I got fucked. I don't know your specifics, but. Legitimately, for one bad. child, I can't. Com- I can't my, complain. But. Well, mine was, mine was for my child who I loved and still love dearly. Uh, one child I reproduced, and she knew more people in the town that makes that decision. And I literally worked. Uh, if I made eight hundred, she got six hundred. And they, 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 their, you know, their defense with this horrible system is the woman was accustomed. A certain, they take the well, child out of it even. Yeah, the woman was accustomed to a certain, to a certain lifestyle. And you're responsible. What they're essentially doing in that lifestyle. What they're essentially doing is taking that small percentage of assholes on Mari, who knew that that there was their kid and ignored them for years, which is a good premise to put to clamp down on those assholes. It's a, it's one of those, a couple rotten arrows. Doesn't spoil the bunch. Rotten at- arrows, apples. Apparel. Like Jerry Law or slurring. Uh, yeah, a couple, a couple rotten apples doesn't spoil the bunch. Uh, a couple rotten apples ruined it for all of us, including stars. Um, 
Dennis Quaid. I don't know if he's a jerk off. Uh, I know his brother is fucking whack job. Who's uh, kind of funny in movies. He might be a good dude. I don't know, but he's on the lamb still, I believe. Oh, yeah, Randy's, Randy's and, uh, kind of the, over the over the <laughs> So good for Randy for eluding everybody. I thought um, it was interesting, you know, because it seems to me the problem with all, this whole thing is um, I have no problem with them uh, splitting their property and and each of them getting half. I'm okay with yeah. that. Wow. If that pro- not, if that property was acquired when they were married, I don't think it's fair. If Dennis Quaid had fifty million dollars before he married her, that he got on his own. I don't see why he's yep. gonna have to give her twenty five of that just because he married her. That's fucking stupid. I don't get that. Nobody with a brain, nobody with a brain does, but the system does. And then the child and support. I, I, I've got no problem with a man paying child support. But um, what kid? I don't what, either. What kid if do it's, you know if it's that, within reason? Yeah. What kid do you know that it takes thirteen thousand dollars a month to raise them? And that's only his um, share. Not she's many. supposed to be coughing up a. She's supposed to be coughing up an equal share in that. That's the other thing yes. that I don't think people ever stop to think about, which, of course, we all know never happens, right? Or they take you um, the money that you're supposed to be given for the kid, and it doesn't come anywhere near the kid. Mommy, mommy goes and gets her nails done. I mean, Christ, she just got $3 million. She doesn't, she doesn't need the money. Yeah, it's, 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 it's you know. But then again, I think your laws, think about are different than, your laws are different than ours. I, I, so here we, we, don't, we don't have... Uh, Sorry to cut you off. We don't have um, uh, spousal support only lasts about a year here now. And then you're forced, the court says, well, it's time for you to get on with your life. And why should your husband support you for the next 40 years? You know, you should, well, you should do uh, something. And, and uh, so, you, so you don't have to pay, you don't have to spend uh, alimony. We, we don't have that here anymore in Canada. God bless Canada. Um, it seems it seems a little more of a uh, fair um, situation the, uh, out there. But and the child support is you have to take your tax returns in for the last five years, and they average out what you made, and they have a nice little scale, and everybody pays the same. There's none of this shit just because this guy's a millionaire that he you know that they dream up this ridiculous fucking sum of money that he should have to pay. If he made eight, if he made eight hundred thousand dollars last year, and he's got three kids, you know, if you, go, you go on the chart, and he pays the same as the next guy who has eight hundred thousand dollars or whatever it was you made. So everybody pays the same. It's not this crap of. It used to be here too. I know some guys who, you know, their their women went into court and just pulled some number out of their asses, and and if you ran into a bad judge or whatever, you 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 were screwed. You you had to pay it. Yeah. Or, you know, or, I mean. What they what they never take into consideration and doesn't apply to Dennis Quaid because it'll be a huge hit for him, but he won't starve either, you know. But I mean, in the, no, in the context, it, it is they did do him wrong. But in a guy like mine or your case, you know, we're we're making a living that uh, sustained everything we had to, and for whatever reason, and in my case, I was uh, cheated on on top of it, and et cetera, et cetera. But I guess that doesn't play into the system. There's no fucking reason. Yeah, they don't uh, care in their mind, it, it, it should. But in the long run, what they don't see, because you know this is a, a bulldog type of process 
to get the man's money that, you know, they don't, they have blinders on because of these scumbags. And there are a, a number of scumbags of all ethnicities, if I'm taking out of context about the Mari comment, white trash, Hispanic, I don't even know what else is out there, Asian, you name them, that, you know, just have a kid and say, fuck you, I'm out of here, it's not even my kid, and they're just jerk-offs. So they should, it should be a case-by-case basis. But you know what that would take, Tim? That would take work and effort. If they just fuck everybody, they don't have to work. They don't have to do any research. They just sit back and say, okay, here, he's fucked. It also employs, it's like everything else, it employs a shitload of people. Um, you know, how much of that money, too, did, I wonder how much of that money she actually got. Like, say, yeah. her $3 million yeah. lump sum and how much her lawyers took. Yeah, it is all kinds of fucking shit. And it's just, America is the most corrupt thing from every level. And that's why these idiots that argue about uh, left, right, Democrat, Republicans, Trump, Hillary, you're all fucking marks. They're not running the country, you dopes. Jesus Christ. Well, the, do- well, the, the dollar wealthy. runs the country. Yeah, exactly. The rich will always run the country. That's just the way it is. But like I'm looking right now, some of the, the most some of the most expensive divorces in American history, and it's just insane. You know, where some I mean, granted, yeah, some of these guys have great big piles of money too. But just because you you know, just because you're married to somebody. Especially, I think, in a lot of cases in the celebrity cases where the uh, the man did all the work. And the, I mean, okay, I'm not saying like, you know, if they had children that the woman didn't do something. But why does that yeah, always I mean, that doesn't, work that out? That doesn't happen 100%. That doesn't happen 100% of the time. Uh, case in point, K-Fed. But um, K-Very Well-Fed uh, with three kids with Brittany. I think it's three. I don't know how many it is. but um, you know, At least two, you know, for sure. He gets a lot of cash, uh, you know, because they're scumbags. But like I said, again, it's it would take work to make it fair, and they don't want to work because they still get their uh, – judges are literally not even a, a statement. They are literally lawyers who everybody hates in robes. And you have to say to this lawyer who just worked his way up, your honor, you have to call him your honor, like he's uh, – in some people's religion, like, there's a God. Like, I would say like your you honor parents, to God, but not a lawyer in a robe. Like, take, for instance, Paul McCartney, okay? So everybody knows Paul McCartney's got lots of money. He marries uh, Heather Mills in 2002. Heather Hop, Heather Hop Mills, yeah. Okay, she's a good-looking H- woman. They're only, married for, they're only married for six years. I broke okay. Wahoo's no, leg. I'm, I'd like to break... Yeah, Heather Mills's other leg. And uh, she digger. got fifty million dollars. Of course she did. She's a fucking one-legged fucking whore dancing with the star. Fucking. And I mean, obviously, bitch. okay. Oh, Christ, and they weren't even married for that long. They were separated in two thousand and six, so they were only together for four years. You know, she got ten, twelve and a half million dollars a year. I think. Like, I think ridiculous. in the. In the uh, I think I'm pretty sure. In the uh, in the settlement, she was also awarded the wings. Well, nobody really. Well, some of them are dead, and nobody really wanted them anyway. All they wrote was crazy little songs. It was a good joke. It was a joke. I was trying. 
I was trying to come up with my Paul McCartney impression, but I couldn't come up with one. Hello, Ringo. I had one, but now I'm all on the wrong. I'm going down the wrong road, and I'm getting angry, and it's set of fun. It reminded me of the. Uh, can't remember what show it was, but they they have the Beatles there, and and uh, you'll probably I don't know if you find this funny or not, but maybe. And Ringo comes and he goes, "Look, Paul, I wrote a song." And Paul goes, "Oh, look, John, what Ringo's done." Ringo's written a song. Let's just put it right over here on the refrigerator. Oh. There's no way we're going to say yeah, what they do. In other words, in other words, they were like patting him on the head, like nice job, yeah, little boy. Yeah, they were, they were fucking. Yeah, he's like Ringo is the little kid of the Beatles. Oh look, Ringo wrote a song. Good for him, but we would never ever want to fucking record it because it's shit. But anyway, Ringo, you use you know all due respect to Ringo Starr. Use your, use your bazillion dollars and, and do your little side album with those songs and leave us the fuck alone. I mean, Ringo, uh, well, he's he's still alive, so he's got two of them beat, just on that sure. alone. And uh, I don't think he uh, did all that badly for himself. Poor bastard's only worth $350 million. I mean, God, how horrible it must be for him. Yeah. Yeah, maybe yeah, I'll, maybe I'll rough, contact him. That's a pretty rough living. Maybe I'll contact him about uh, you know, car. Ringo. You know, uh, maybe Ringo, maybe could you co-signing car? Ringo. Ringo on a for for a car that fits the uh, the description I need for my complicated job. But anyway, uh, let's, let's. Is there anything funny out? Because I'm getting fucking pissed at chicks now. Are you? Are you? You're getting pissed at me? What no, I said at chicks. Oh yeah, no. Let's 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 all preface all of that. Is that we're not women haters? It just seems that lately the tide has been uh, being a uh, being a man is a pretty rough hoe this last while. You you you, you really take it. Uh, you can't say anything. You can't do anything. Uh, and yet they you know pay attention to us. But boy, you, you better be damn careful. You can on compound media. You can yeah, on compound media and. And they don't they don't ask me for a plug. Uh, I don't have contact with them, but I'm going to give them a free plug. The Compound Media Network, uh, Anthony Cumia of Opie and Anthony fame, Artie Lang, Gino Bisconti, uh, an old friend of mine, uh, et cetera. Check them out if you like real, legitimate, sometimes over the top, even for me on some subject matter. Applaud it because it's it's free speech and you get to really deal with reality in a humorous way like it kind of used to be. So kudos, listen to those guys, subscribe to them. Maybe they'll well, give got, us love got, when they hear we sent you. We got one. I got one thing left that I think is quite hilarious. See what you think about it. That uh, Kanye West has come out supporting Donald Trump. <laughs> that's great. Uh, that that's a total lot. That's a total mind fuck for everybody, and they'll have to reshuffle their decks about how they feel about well, he's, whatever they he's feel from, about. He's from Chicago, apparently, and him and uh, a bunch maybe. of other uh, black rapper types. The others are going. They were on Trump about you know Chicago's a mess and why doesn't somebody you know do something for the city blah blah blah, blah. and fucking you know Kanye, who most of us figures fucking crazy in the loon. He came up with a good point that, you know, where were you motherfuckers? Obama was the president for eight years and he never did nothing for Chicago. Where were you guys? 
You know, where was the outrage then? Well, wait a minute, he was a black guy and a lefty, so it was okay that he didn't fucking do nothing for, for Chicago. So anyways, Kanye West is fucking getting together, him and uh, I don't know who any of these guys are, uh, a bunch of other rap guys anyway. They're actually going to go to Chicago, go to the poor part of town, and instead of, you know, you know how you know how much most rich celebrities fix shit, right? Well, we'll have a fucking telethon and I'll tell you to give you your give your money and and we'll forget about Chicago tomorrow. Um, he's going to go right into the town and see what he can do to help these people, even if it and if it means financially, they're going to see what they can swing that way too. So instead of talking about the problems, he's actually going to try to go fix some. I applaud Kanye. Uh, guys like Stephen A. Smith and uh, other people in the black community have. Uh, you know, Arsenio Hall's been ominously silent, even though Donald Trump gave him a, a career reboot with Celebrity Apprentice well before he ran for president. Um, you know, his stance on Mexicans, you know, I can see Mexican-Americans uh, being a little little uptight with that. But, you know, the, the, the black thing is just utterly ridiculous. It's always been, but it's, it's you know, been been the way i don't i don't want to talk about politics but i i just applaud i applaud uh uh kanye west in this in this first instance yeah you can leave i mean uh, yeah yeah you can leave the trump and obama out of it it's just amazing that finally somebody you know he said we're going to where is that um we're going to listen to people and come up with real and practical solutions not you know just what I like about, well, Steve, Steve Harvey Steve Harvey had a private meeting and that's where I was leading to the black community just crushed those guys and saying they were uncle toms and sellouts like we're not all human beings we're it's it's black against white only in recent times i mean obviously you know in plantation days there that's a legitimate uh, reason to be disgusted with Caucasian people uh, of how horrible things were. But the current day uh, white man, Caucasian, is not trying to own a black person, uh, has relationships with black people, and et cetera, et cetera. And it's just, it's got, it got out of hand. And if, you, if, you, if you're going to go Kanye West level, it will be a complete mind fuck to the millennials and to the to the, uh, you know, blacks that just go protest for no reason just to say, yeah, we got fucked because they're well, not working. Who's, who's going to call them out on it? Uh, this That's what I'm saying. It's a complete mind fuck yeah, because you know, who's going to do it? He's he, he's like a hero in, in, a, in that community. And if he's uh, if he's doing something in that in that way. You know, it's a mind fuck. I don't really have a solution because he's got the Kim Kardashian and all their shit. If you notice on Instagram, if any of them, Kylie, Jenner, serious, Chloe, and you know. all. Yeah, he's got a serious fucking publicity machine behind him if he wanted to. Like, if you're going to go to Twitter war with Kanye West, you better bring your shit because he gets his old lady and lunch. them all. Yeah, he gets them all going. You, boy, yeah, that's a lot of. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to attempt that, but good for him. You know, it's good to see somebody actually, instead of fucking giving it lip music, is actually fucking doing something about it, even if he does you know, very funny. little. 
he's he's probably you know he's had kids with Kim and Kim you know let's not take anything away she's beautiful eyes uh, great body that is all know. in the beholder my friend but anyway uh, I mean but I think uh, a good eighty percent if they never knew anything about her and just oh, looked you at know, a picture of right her. There. Yeah, yeah, I um, of, of human civilization would would characterize her as a, a physically attractive woman. Um, <clears throat> that said, annoying as fuck. That whole family's like goofy and dumber than, whatever, dumber than shit. But smart in some way, where where they took their stupidity and wealth and big asses and made it into a multi billion dollar industry entity, well, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, but I mean, he probably, them, I mean, probably, you know, has been around, been there, done that, hit that so many fucking times, probably has bored. kids with that, et cetera, and is like, man, fuck this, I'm going to Chicago just to get the fuck away from here. <laughs> you stay home with them babies I made and <laughs> get the fuck away from all this fucking I mean, he's probably like, bullshit. He's probably like he woke up one morning and was like, "Motherfucker, 1976, dude was the greatest athlete in the world, and I just went to a party and the motherfucker got tits. What the fuck? Yo, Trump, oh. fuck this shit. Poor Kanye. Sometimes don't know if he if he knows what he's doing, but fucking full marks for trying to do something, because Lord knows nobody else is so." Well, that's all. that was a fucking relatively depressing fucking version of Tom and Tim After Dark, but I guess it has had to happen sometime, I guess, and tonight was the night. Has it been an hour? It's been an hour and a half. Jesus. But yeah, well, we got going there, and that's what happens. You start talking, and the time goes by. I made it for an hour and a half, though, so no problems. But, um, yeah, so maybe on that note, we should... Quit you know, the insomniacs are probably probably took care of them. And the snowflakes, well, they run when they hear our names, but that's besides the point. Um, I ain't saying she's a gold digger. Else. It's a gold digger. Well, we lost Mini-Me. Uh, uh, we lost yeah, we Mini-Me. lost Mini-Me. That was sad. At age 49. Uh, uh, he fucked regular-sized women after his fame. Uh, battled with uh, all kinds of stuff and yeah, severe alcoholism I, for sure, and Lord knows what else. He was he was involved with the WWE, so that alone makes him like cool to me. Um, that hasn't been hard, you know. Uh, he was a he was a pretty big name there for while those movies were coming out, and everybody knew who he was, and he was you know in videos and guest spots all over the place. And as fast as it came, it went away and. In his case, you know, what else are you going to do, right? Carpe diem. Is that how you say it? What's that? Carpe diem. He's the day. Carpe diem. That's what I, he 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 actively seized the day for uh, about fifteen years. In he was, his he was big, and everybody knew who he was. Yeah, well, you can't. can't really. You can't really use the, the the word big when describing him. But uh, continue. That's it. That's a midget joke for those who didn't oh, catch it. Dude. Yeah. 
I still have yeah, to throw something in here. I saw some uh, some interesting uh, uh, Jessica Simpson photos. I wouldn't even have recognized her. Um, but she's she's decided think, that she's... I don't think she's... they're recent. No, this is her I don't her think they're recent. Oh, no, I'm pretty sure they are. She's not nude or nothing. She's just fast. I follow her on, I follow her on the old IG, and I know she got to about 200-some-odd uh, pounds at one point, but they, she ain't that now. She's, uh, she's back down. She's very she's very breasty still, of course. But, well, this is from the 27th. This is from yesterday, supposedly. But she's got a, she's got a bit of a belly on her, but she's had some babies, and she's got she must be... I don't know. She's got to be forty by now. I'm guessing, or close. So well, that's what happens, right? I mean, she's. Ha- I know. I know. She's what happy, a flip, so I, I know guess what a that's flip, more important. I know what a flip of a switch you could find out her net worth, but you don't even have to go to that trouble. It's worth like three hundred billion or something. I mean, it's it's not that much, but it's 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 billion level um, because of all those side businesses and shit when she was hot and hot, meaning double meaning physically and hot as far as news um and that chicken of the sea that she thought was chicken which also famously made her an airhead was such a profitable personality and nick lachey's worth about 75 bucks uh, chicken of the sea and uh, the hummer joke and buffalo wings yeah but if you watch the hummer where where he wanted a Hummer in the pool, and she told him to go, well, go buy one. And he's just yeah, like, exactly. I married you, why? <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay, well, uh, her net value worth is $150 million and Nick Lachey is only worth $20 million, that poor bastard. Ah, uh, right. Shit, I, 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 I might dispute that because uh, I heard her outside business is worth uh, $100-some million alone. Um, it's hard to but, say. You know, how do they, I mean, how do they? How does anybody know any of these numbers? These sites that come up with this stuff. I mean, it's it's just a guess. Actually, Artie Lang, Artie Lang kind of exposed those uh, celebritynetworth.com or whatever you would find it on. Uh, said his his net worth was like ten million, and he's like, yeah, uh, that might have been true when the Jets didn't cover, you know. So he's like, that might have been what I made at one point. But that's certainly not my net worth, so don't you know? Don't buy into those fucking websites. Yeah, I mean, like, um, you got to take it all with a, a grain of salt, certainly. But uh, but now, now I'm curious to go back to her Instagram and and see what the hell went on if she went on a uh, like two week long time, fuck this. You know whether you like the Dukes of Hazard. The Dukes of Hazard. Yeah, I mean, the Dukes of Hazard. I mean, if you yeah, if you didn't want to pawn that. Something very wrong with you as a male, or she's really just not your type entirely. But, but I mean, she was a blonde. She had big boobs. She was tall and and thin. I mean, I don't know what. There was a little bit of something there for everybody. So, but dumb as a hammer, you know, sack of hammer handles. But, but then I don't know how much of that was an act either for TV and who knows, right? I, mean, I don't know. When reality like... TV was well, reality TV was pretty new at that point. But we know now that most of it's bullshit. So it might have been bull. That might have been bullshit too back then. Who knows? Either she's a worker or dumb. Uh, hopefully, it's it's a passing phase that we're moving out of. But it seems like there's a lot of wealthy people that are very stupid. 
So I hope well, we're getting out of that phase. I think you 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 run into that when the wealth doesn't get spread out. You know, you get like uh, who was it I saw the other day, Paris Hilton. You know who? You know, somebody example. somebody asked her about the you know uh, blondes being dumb. And she laughed and said, you know, basically confirmed it. You know, I'm not dumb. You know, I'm I'm a multi-million. I I made 26 fragrances in my career, and everybody's like, okay, but Jessica or Jessica Paris, you didn't you didn't make them. Somebody brought you a bunch of stuff and said, smell this, and you went, oh, I like that one, and they went great, and you know, and your team of people went off and did that. You didn't do any of that. You dunce. I mean, you're you're real rich and famous because your last name is Hilton. You know, if your last name would have been Hotel Six, I don't think you probably you may not have gotten anywhere. You just would have been one of a. You know, we've all seen every high school had pretty girls in it, but it sure helps if Dad's a millionaire. I would still toss her uh, herpy-ridden salad and take my chances. That fucking dumbbell. I well, she's love not that an unattractive horny, woman to look at her. I mean, bitch. She's, in my opinion, she's, she's very, very sexual, very, very hot. You know, and then all, and I'm a all boob guy. About, I'm a boob guy. Yeah, she no, don't have boobs. Not but really. That's something. Yeah, you know, after all we've talked guy. about, and then there's uh, there's still a section on TMZ of of. Uh, Women celebrities with their tits hanging out. Gotta love that. <laughs> well, you know, it does say something about the about the divide that's there. That you know, the Me Too movement and all that stuff. I mean, yeah, there's a certain amount of people that are, but I think people don't realize either. I think there's what I believe there supposedly there's a million people in that movement. That's not really that many people in a country of. Four hundred million. When you really stop yeah, to think about whatever. it, I can go fucking. No, but that, goes, but that goes for all of it. You know, you could, I could find a million people to fucking sign pretty much for anything. So for every million, for, you know, for every for every person that's on that side of the fence, I can find you one that's like you said, you know, middle America doesn't give a flying fuck about any of this shit. Vegas. The middle American would fucking pull out their shotgun and fucking say, uh, "You too? Well, you dead? Not even middle or middle America. Even people like you and I, where we're much more. I mean, we we read this shit, we have opinions and all that, but we're much more concerned about our fucking day to day existence. I really don't give a flying fuck what Trump said yesterday in a tweet to North Korea. This is not yeah. gonna, you know, short of them fucking lobbing missiles at us." That's not going to change my fucking day one iota, none, or that uh, all work. You know, or the cause. Well, yeah, or that Cosby's guilty. Well, okay, well, that's interesting, but you know, fuck, what are we having for dinner, and where's the money coming for the rent at the end of the month? That's the concern of regular folks. We don't give a shit about any of this hey, stuff. Can say a bit? That's what this show's about. So, uh, act like. <laughs> well, in this, in this, in a sense of like that, it affects you like. Directly, it, but but some of it is starting to get to that point, and that's why we're talking about it. Particularly the the Me Too stuff has really gotten out of hand, and I don't know what they're going to do to calm it down. But they're going to have to do something because this nonsense that uh, 
I'm waiting for it to go the other way. I'm really waiting for a man to accuse it's a woman gone. of it and to see it's how gone. that turns out. Everything's coming back, man. This this little generation's going to be out of, you know, out of the, the line. Or, you know, or, or when the uh, when somebody's going to get brave enough to go, well, you know, I live in, uh, you know, wherever, or in a in a more uh, in an area where there are more gay people, and they they pick on me, and they make jokes about my heterosexuality, and this is bullshit. And see, you know, because eventually it's going to swing around to that sooner or later. You know, I don't know how that's going to play yeah, out. I mean, cur- currently, I mean, one of our sponsors, Stephen P. New, I might contact him about the fact that uh, I'm 285 pounds, man, at 48, but I identify as a, I identify as a 170 pound cross country runner with abs. And I, and I know, demand I, I demand to be treated as such. With I you demand know. to be placed in the Olympics, in the upcoming exactly. Olympics. And I all, demand my spot. You know, while I, while I'm on the topic, I have a uh, poor credit score, but I identify myself as one who has a perfect credit score. So I should not be discriminated against when I try to purchase things. So uh, Stephen P. New Law Office is one of our sponsors. Check them out. And I will check them well, actually, out to see know, this injustice. That last one, you, you might have something yeah. there. Because yeah, the I, identi- score, I identify who, as a guy with great credit. I don't even think you got to do that. It's the credit score. Who comes up with credit scores? Rich people. So they're already biased against poor people. So that's not well, fair right there. Okay, faith. You know what I mean? It's not it's, uh, the term poor. Is, uh, I went, you know, have I went too far? You can use that loosely. Okay, fit. That's all. Uh, yeah, hopefully we have entertainment listeners who, who don't. Well, I get caught up K-Fade. in the reality of it. Okay, fit. I, uh, I would yeah. like to identify as a. I don't know. What? How did? How did the old? What was the old thing? On the beach, you were the uh, bikini inspector. That was the thing. I uh, don't know. Was that yeah, thing? It used to be like on in Mad Magazine all the time. There was always the nerd in those movies, you know, in the seventies and eighties kids movies, where the guy, you know, he had a T-shirt on that said "Bikini Inspector" on it, and couldn't quite figure out why it never, never ever panned out. That maybe uh, before your time. Uh, I didn't read many. I mean, I I did look at a Mad or two, but uh, any other. Animated things I've stayed away from my whole life, pretty much. Uh, oh, Thomas, you let me down, man. How are we friends again? That's not my thing. That's not my thing. But, alas, oh, well. um, free Meek Mill, uh, fuck Bill Cosby. <laughs> He's free, so we don't York. need to free him. He's free. I know, I'm just saying shit. Um, He's free and anybody, uh, it's another one. That anybody, uh, anybody in Me Too confused. that has never been legitimately raped can blow me douche. and, and douche get my and comb in your eye. You, all of those of you that have been, uh, there's nothing, as a man, there's nothing I can say. Nothing. Yeah. So yeah, I don't I don't think there's any any way to make that okay. 
Oh, uh, one last, one last, one last thing that slipped my mind on uh, all we were rambling about. Uh, Ric Flair got told by the WWE a while back. I think it was before he got sick. Might have been after. Um, in response to all this craziness, and he was a notorious ladies' man, but he never used uh, uh, drugs or anything. He just used groupies. Uh, but anyway, he he suggested a. Uh, body cam for men or uh, actually no it was a uh, a prenup uh, not a prenup as as far as like legitimate but along those lines just for any woman to be with you in any way shape or form romantically at a bar wherever the case may be they have to fill it out before they come with you so this kind of nonsense can't run rampant, and he, you know he got shut. He got shut down by well, Stephanie. Well, of course he did because that's we don't want to admit that there's a problem, right? Yeah. So anyway, okay, so two two salute, Rick. two other quick. I, I agree things. with you, Ric Flair. I agree with you. Yeah, two other quick things. I saw one match on the Greatest Royal Rumble before my feet. Which I fell asleep during. Yeah, and I never bothered to try to reacquire the feed because uh, I'm sure Nate will roll over in his bed right now and Nate start having nightmares right now. But uh, John Cena versus Triple H was boring as hell to me. Boring yeah, as hell. I didn't see that. That was the first match, I believe. But what did happen, which was I saw later on a video, which was spectacular, and you must go see it. Anybody, Titus O'Neil's runs into the Royal Rumble match and trips on the fucking that. trips on the mats and literally fucking slides right underneath the ring. That's it awesome. was so well done that I almost wonder if it wasn't on purpose. I don't know. I, I have to look Well, at you'll it. have to I watch it. Like You're, you know more about that shit than me. But I, I don't think I've laughed so fucking hard because, you know, here he comes barreling down the fucking ramp, and all of a sudden, yeah. the fucking Titus O'Neil is sliding into third. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? And it, yeah, apparently, it was a light moment that... Yeah, apparently it it, it was the... Uh, literally, some people said it was the highlight of the show, so... Are we talking yeah, well, uh, better, better, worse, or in the same league as Shockmaster? Oh, it's definitely in the same league as that. For uh, me, I anyway. definitely got to find it. I got to find it. Um, the uh, yeah, because the crowd, like I mean, like I said, I only saw one match. So, you know, I only however long that was, fifteen twenty minutes, whatever it was. But it seemed to me that they were pumping in sound because the cheers were Could all be. like two. Well, it was you know okay, John Cena's he's got. He's got Rick, uh, Rick Flair. Fuck Rick Flair. Got Rick Flair on the brain now. He's got Triple H, and he, you know, throws him into the corner and smacks him, and the crowd goes, Hurr! and then there's dead silence. Mm. And you could see in the crowd that, you know, well, they literally had, you know, the Sheik guys were like right up at ringside almost, and you could tell that half the people there, they were there because, well, you know, this is an event or whatever, but they didn't really know why they were there, if that makes sense. Yeah, sure. You know, I'll have I'll have to watch 
some more of it. But uh, yeah, you got to if you go even to YouTube and, and type in Titus O'Neil, you'll you'll get you'll get it and you'll piss your pants because it is fucking hilarious. Hey, can you uh, before we get off? Can you? Uh, I left uh, at the end of the third quarter to, to join you of Utah and OKC, where John oh, Donovan yes, was yeah, I don't, playing yes, out of his I don't line. know what happened there. I shall tell you right now. The Jazz closed it out. Fucking That's what I predicted. So I predicted we're down that to on, uh, Tony Basilio today. Yeah, but by the way, well, I'll talk to you afterwards about that. Um, yeah, you're down, you're down to one series left to go. That's the the mighty so Raptors. We get our hands on the, the winner. Road. Yeah, yeah, that's that should be interesting. Yeah, you know, good for you. It did me too. But, uh, anyway, on that note, I think that's we should wrap her up for tonight. Uh, thanks to anybody sure. who manages to surf their way through this fucking catastrophe, but. I know some of you do. So we see the numbers, so somebody does listen. So that's good. It's all good. Next week we'll pry. we make the pledge now to try to be a little funnier. Next week it was a pretty somber show. This week we'll try to stay. No, it wasn't the somber. It was, that, it was it was it was anger filled. That too. Yeah, it got a little too well, not heated, but uh, yeah, we we we, we want to be more funny. We don't want to be that dark. So. Uh, apologies to anyone who was looking for the jokes and didn't really get too many tonight. But, uh, you know, next time's next time. So right on. that's it from me up in the Great White North, and that's it from Tom in the Great uh, uh, Sea. In the seven-bedroom, five-and-a-half, seven-bedroom, five-and-a-half bath, uh, whirlpool, uh, in-the-ground pool, uh, 100-acre estate, on in Clifton Heights, yes. Pennsylvania. The Robinson compound, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good yes. night, everyone. All from all from the money that the six oh five super podcast paid me. <laughs> there we have the best joke of the night. All right. I'm out. And with that, peace out.